Praise God. Praise God. It is just so good to be with you tonight. I am always just overwhelmed with gratitude. Every time I'm here, uh, it is one of the highlights of my life to be part of the Grace Covenant family in whatever small way. It is amazing. Bishop, thank you again for all you do. Not only here, but all over the world. Pastor Brett has, has changed everything for us. I'm grateful for Pastor Tellus, Pastor AJ, Pastor Corey. Here we go, baby. <laughs> here we go, baby. I want to encourage you tonight. We, we've had a, we had a great time with the staff the other day. I want to encourage you tonight to walk by faith and not by sight. I know that every one of us, it's the, the normal path, the challenges of life. I know you're praying for something. I know you're hoping for a breakthrough somewhere. I know there are challenges everywhere. And Paul says this here in 2 Corinthians 5, 7. And this is such an interesting scripture. I love, I love this paraphrase of it. For we live by believing, not by seeing. You know, this is, it's such an intriguing scripture when you think about it. What does Paul mean here? We, we walk by faith and not by sight. How, how can we walk without our sight, right? What does he mean here? What This word sight in the Greek is this. But he's saying we walk by faith, not necessarily by what we see in the external appearance of things. In the external appearance of things. And what's Paul doing here? What's he what's he's after? He's contrasting walking by faith. And what our natural senses tell us. Now, these natural senses, man, thank God for them. Amen. You know, this is the natural order of things. The natural, our five senses. This is how we perceive life. This is how God's created us to navigate this natural world, right? These senses, sight, hearing, smell, touch, all this is what God's designed. What's happened there? I'll tell you, I, I've, one of my daughters has a superpower sense of smell. I mean, I have never seen anything like it. It is just something I've tried for years to get her to go into the perfume business. And it's so interesting how we navigate life through these five senses. Most of us start with our eyes and the awareness of what's going on around with us. But her first step into anything she does is she sniffs. She walks into every room and she goes. <laughs> and she looks at it. It's, it's really something. And, and it is so heightened. It is so detailed. And oh man, if it smells bad, you better be careful. Because <laughs> she'll tell you right there, this place stinks. This place stinks. Paul's talking about these senses, and he's not saying at all that they're wrong. There's something wrong with this. But what Paul is appealing to us 
is that there is something to see that goes beyond the scope of our five senses. You see, we rely on these senses. Why do we trust them so much? Because they're reliable. We can see what we see, they, what we hear, and what we, can, what we smell. All these things are reliable. But Paul is saying there's something more, glory to God. There's something more. Paul is appealing to us to find this out. And that there's this, here's the idea, that our senses... As good as they are, as reliable as they are, don't see the full picture. Don't see the full picture. That in some ways, they're limited, right? I mean, I believe in a God that I've never touched. I believe in a God that I've never seen with my own eyes. I believe in something, and I understand that my five natural senses can't pick that up necessarily. Times, there are times, there are moments where I think I feel something, right? But the evidence of his presence here tonight, as powerful as the worship is, and whatever I'm feeling, the evidence of his presence is not what I feel, but what my faith tells me, that he's here. That's the evidence, right? And listen, this idea of the limitation of our natural senses, that even science is picking up on this. Even science is looking at this. Let me put up this quote from the great physicist Albert Einstein. And here's what he says. It's entirely possible that behind the perception of our senses, worlds are hidden of which we are unaware. Now, we don't need old Albert to tell us that, do we? We we know this is science picking up on this. And science is intrigued by the possibilities that things exist that our senses can't pick up. And here's the the far outreach of it. That as, as reliable as they are, they aren't always completely accurate. Think about it. Walking by faith and not by sight. I love this. I came across a research project that was done. A, a famous, a world famous winemaker in France who teaches at the University of Bordeaux conduct, conducted an experiment with 54 students that were studying onology. O-E-N-O-L-O-G-Y. Onology. And that is the study of winemaking. They have degrees in that now. Master's degrees. In how to make wine and develop wine. So, so, so what Frederick Brochot did, he took all these students, that, that graduate students who were developing to become sommeliers, famous exquisite wine tasters, developing their sense of taste. And he took them into a room and he put two jack glasses of red wine before all of them. And he said, I want you to each of you taste the, these, both, of these, uh, uh, both of these red wines and I want you to tell me what you taste. 
And the students took a taste and they began to, to expound on the exquisiteness of the red grapes and the, and the tannis elements and the level of acidity and all that goes in to being a discerning wine taster, right? But what he didn't tell them was it was white wine with red coloring in it. All 54 students got it wrong. Not one of them was able to determine that, that, that it wasn't red wine, but it was white wine. What do we learn with this? What do we understand about this? That even inferences, just him saying, taste this red wine, confused the senses, didn't it? And they were unable to accurately portray what was there. You know, this is a whole new science called the psychology of perception that deals with what our eyes see and what our eyes look like. Man, we trust them. They're reliable. We know what we're seeing. I'm talking again, Paul, saying we walk by faith and not by sight. But listen, sometimes even what we see isn't fully accurate, is it? There's a famous image by a famous uh, painter named Reuben. It's called Reuben's vase. Let's put that up. This is a picture of a vase. And what do you see here? Do you see a vase or do you see two silhouettes? Yes, and, and here's one of my other favorites. Let's put up my elephant legs. Yeah. How many legs do you see here? You see, as reliable as our vision is, sometimes we can't see clearly. There's this limitation, and this is what Paul is talking about here. He says this in Ephesians 1.18. I pray that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened in order that you may know the hope to which he has called you. The riches of his glorious inheritance in his people. Paul's talking about something here. He's talking about the eyes of the heart. He says the same thing in 2 Corinthians. He said in 2 Corinthians 4.18, he says, we fix our eyes on, not on what is seen, but on what is unseen. For what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. Paul's talking about this. He says, even though we're naturally minded, even though in the design of God we've been created to navigate life and perceive life through our five senses, he's saying there's something more. There's something more here to walking by faith and not just by sight. Praise God. The bottom line is this. Whether we can see it or not, God is moving. God is moving in your life. God is moving in your circumstances. In the things that you're facing. God's at work. 
though I can't see the things that are going on, hallelujah, if I'm going to believe by faith for God's promises to work, no matter what I see, I know somehow something is happening. No matter what my eyes tell me, no matter what I see, no matter how discouraging the things I might see in relation to the circumstances of my life, my family, my job, my situation, and I'm believing God and I'm trusting God. My eyes tell me one thing, but my eyes of faith tell me something else. My eyes of faith, glory to God, tell me something else. And this is what Paul's talking about here. That our, our senses are fantastic but limited. Then just in these illustrations I've shared with you, they're not always totally accurate, are they? Reliable, of course, wonderful, yes, but not always totally accurate. Something more. Oh, I'm just, I, it's, I'm so aware of the fact that God's designed you and I beyond just the natural. Beyond just this natural life. As a matter of fact, you and I are spirit beings. We're supernatural beings that are going to live forever. Just stuck in these natural bodies. That's the problem, right? <laughs> We've been designed by God to perceive the unseen. To lay hold of it and perceive it. Praise God. There's something more here. Something more going on. I was at dinner with Pastor Brett the other night and he, he was asking me about one of my son-in-law's who is a movie director, a young movie director. And he's been working in the industry for many years. He's made a lot of TV movies. He's made a lot of TV shows. He's had a lot of success in many ways, but not really the big door opening for him. And, th and in the last year, uh, he wrote a script and a story and, and his managers and his representation were so excited about it. And they labored over it and they worked on it for about 18 months. They were rewriting and noting this and the, and the, he, one of the biggest representatives in, in the whole industry was working with them on it. And, and they were going to send it out in January of this year. And right before that, many of the top executives of the major studios in Hollywood were calling and they were we're going, we want to see this script. We can't wait. Hurry up. Hurry up. Hurry up. And we were believing and hoping that, that this was going to be the door that opened for him. That the next step, this door was going to open. I can't tell you how we prayed. I can't tell you how we believed God. Fasted, prayed, believed this, this moment, there it was. And we sent it out to all these studios. And Amlin and DreamWorks, they were the, one of the first ones that were, they said, we want the right of first refusal. And they read it and they came back and they said, this is one of the greatest scripts we've ever read, but it just doesn't fit our brand. It doesn't work for us. 
one by one, every studio said the same thing. No, we love it. This is amazing. We love it. The, the, my son-in-law's agent said, I've never, in all my years of doing this, I've never seen something as crazy as this. Go figure, right? I've never seen anything as crazy as this. And man, you talk about the disappointment. You talk, I, it was an agonizing, discouraging, disappointing thing. I mean, I was so frustrated. Man, just the core of my faith, I was so upset. I was so discouraged. And I had to figure out how to encourage him. How do you do that? I was so discouraged. Month after month went by, turn down after turn down. And I thought, man, oh, man, what's going on? Oh, let me tell you something. We walk by faith, not by sight. When everything looks turning the wrong way or it looks like nothing's going to happen or nothing's going to go down. Let me tell you, it, 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 I had to labor down and begin to practice faith and surrender to trust. And I had to come to this place again of going, you know, the disappointment is overwhelming, but I'm going to believe God. That though I can't see, I know you're moving. Glory to God. And about a month ago, we got a call from the biggest entertainment conglomerate in the world. And they said, we read this script and we loved it. It was amazing. But it doesn't fit our brand. But we'd like you to do this for us. Would you work with us? Would you consider another project and do that for us? Somehow, behind what I could not see, to my eyes or ears, Everything in the what I could not see it right. All my natural senses and capacity, you know, everything looked bad and wrong. But my senses are limited. They limit God. There's no limit to what He's doing. And behind the scenes, He's working. He's working every day that you choose faith. God is working for you. No matter what it looks like, and ultimately, it'll break through in the natural, and you'll see it. But just because you don't see it now doesn't mean it's not working. And this is what Paul's talking about. It's impossible to walk by faith and not by sight if you're not meditating in the word. If you're not pursuing God. Life and its stressors will overwhelm you. Negativity will overwhelm you. But there's something about this word that when we put ourselves in the presence of the word, when we put ourselves in the presence of God, when we pursue God, then our spiritual eyes become open. 
our spiritual lives open up and become activated. And all of a sudden, my inner knower, hallelujah, glory to God. No matter how bad it looks to my eyes, no matter, let me tell you something, God's at work. His promise is at work. I love the song tonight. The fire is coming. I've sit in rooms with leaders all, and they go, how bad the world is. I go, wait a minute, baby. Don't count him out. Don't count the gospel out. Don't count God out. Bless God. I mean to tell you. Don't underestimate his power. Just because you can't see it doesn't mean it's not moving and working. Glory be to God. Just because you can't see it. Remember now, we're limited in this natural sphere, but God is not. Walk by faith and not by sight. I want to pray for you. Would you stand with me just for a minute? I know that I know God is moving on your behalf. Maybe you're discouraged. Maybe you've read, maybe you've, your natural eyes, things looks like they're just getting worse. No. No. His word is working. His word is turning. Hallelujah. My natural eyes, they might tell us one thing, but the eyes of our faith tell us something else. Woo, glory be to God. There's a miracle coming. There's a miracle coming. There's a miracle coming. Jesus said, look at the impossible mountain and it'll move. Whatever impossible place you're in right now, what looks hopeless, what looks like, man, it'll never change. Oh, let me tell you, yes, it will. If you let God be God, if you believe him, you've got to reach to him. You know, in that dark moment of disappointment, I had to find the word. I was hurting. I was discouraged. I was upset. Oh, the name went on and on. But wait a minute. That doesn't mean God stopped working. Doing things you un- beyond what you can imagine. He's doing it. Lord, I'm praying tonight. For every one of us here in the house of God and everyone watching online tonight. We choose faith tonight. We say yes to the word. We dare to walk by faith and not by sight. In the impossible place. Whether it's a, a, an illness, whether it's a job loss. God's got a job for you. If you'll believe. If you'll hold on, if you'll keep walking and understanding. And Holy Spirit, I'm asking from this moment on, a turn. A turn in everyone in the, the sound of my voice. The eyes of their faith would be open. And your promise would break through. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Love you guys. Thank you so much.